Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Luke, I can hear the children talking outside. Shut up, children! Invite them in, mother. <laughs> Welcome to the Luke and Pete Show number... One. Two. Five. Five. The Inner City 125 of yeah. uh, podcast shows. That's right. We go faster than ever before. We're on a slightly different gauge, I presume, than what was came before. Possibly not. Bloody lovely to be here, though. It is Regardless of the train here. tracks we're operating on. Has it been a while since we recorded? I forget now. A little bit. Seventeenth of December, so we're gearing out to Christmas. A week tomorrow till Christmas. Fuck this! This Christmas has really got the jump on me. I've not bought any presents. Well, I bought some pre- mm, Can I do this now? When Bef- will this come out? Before um, anyone sort of confuses me with someone who doesn't buy Christmas presents for people, that's Pete. Yes, I'm Luke. Pete, please continue about how Christmas has got the jump on you. Um, this is the seven- So this is coming out on the seventeenth. So I can't talk about it. All right, but I will talk about it later. I got something engraved and they fucked it up. Oh dear. Tell us more. I got something engraved and the thing that they got engraved, the thing that they engraved scratched up the, the back of the thing I was getting engraved. Oh, that's annoying. Yeah, really annoying actually. Is it for your old man? No, because I remember I got... Um, your old man got you a watch engraved in the back of it, right? Yeah, but I got him a watch engraved. Um, oh, right. The back in it. And they changed uh, Love You Dad to I Love You Dad, which oh. sounds a bit more... Incest. No, it's a bit more full on. I don't think. I, I think first of bit, all, I think it sounds like I want to fuck my dad. No, it doesn't. That's, it that's, does. We're not doing that. We're not slightly not doing that in Christmas week. That's number one, right? Number two, it Would sounds. You fuck Father Christmas though. It sounds He's a father. <laughs> I saw Mummy kissing Santa Claus. Yeah, as we all did. No, I think it's nice, but I think it's quite an intense sentiment for a gift. You'd yeah. rather just have it. I love you, Dad. What you've asked for, which is love you, Dad. Yeah. You know. There we go. But if you put love you, comma, dad, it's like you're calling yourself dad. I love you, daddy. It's a minefield, this engraving thing. <laughs> it is. Isn't it? But they got the engraving, right? But they scratched up the back of the f- there thing we go. that I can't talk about. Life is a minefield. Anyway, look, if you're new to the show and you don't know what to expect, that was a fairly good idea. Um, but it was particularly expensive as well. That's what. Oh, here's a roundup of some really of the things annoyed. we've been discussing recently. Um, snow being turned yellow in China due to pollution. Uh, Errol Flynn doing unspeakable things to animals. <laughs> More. Uh, that didn't go down that well. Did, um, did people because reply? the problem is, I think Pete, the type of characters we are, as in, well, you know, the type of characters we are. Right. I think people think that we're endorsing it, but we're not. We're just telling people about it. I, I, I don't think anything we've really discussed that's a little bit, you know, beyond the pale. 
has ever come with any kind of endorsement. It's interesting because it's weird. It's interesting because it's crazy. I, I agree with you. Yeah, I think that's right. Um, uh, what else? Internet criticism, us being hammered on the internet by, um, uh, what could I call them? Bedwetting um, incels. Losers in their parents' bedroom um, who've never achieved anything in their lives themselves. Have we like, achieved anything in no, their lives? Though? No, no, but at least we're out there talking about it. Exactly. Yeah, in a we've proper got some way. Microfo- we bought some microphones. We're not insulting people that don't deserve it. No. Uh, and bogeys. Bogeys was what bogeys. we talked about last time as well. So, um, Or as our American cousins call them, Snadolas. I <laughs> <laughs> oh, fucking know. Boogers. Boogers, exactly. Boogers. Exactly. And if you're Mark a regular listener, if you're a regular listener to this show, you are, as always, very welcome. We're grateful and very glad to have you along. As, as, as Graham Taylor, arguably the greatest England manager, once mm. said, put your feet up in front of the telly and have a good time. Nice. Mm. Oh, he's such a what, nice bloke. What's been floating your uh, boat? I'm just still angry about the soup. Yeah, I can tell you that. Yeah, so earlier on, Pete tried to buy some soup. Uh, it took ages to get it from the work canteen. Two uh, people who work there, I actually hold them in very high esteem, but Pete doesn't like them. <laughs> I do and, like them. And then they charged him £8.50 for the privilege. Now, if you're listening to this outside of one of the main city-state capitals of the world, mm. you will find that an obscene amount of money. Let me just money. make it clear to you, it's an obscene amount of money in London as well. <laughs> just a bit of soup. All you need to do, put it in a cup for me. I'll drink it cold. I'll pretend it's gazpacho. But no. Oh, There we go. There's just no need for it. Just get it done. Um, did you see this thing about... Um, this high-tech Russian robot. What? Oh, yes, I did, actually. <laughs> so a robot in Russia um, hailed as a latest... A robot in, in Russia? The latest in cutting-edge technology has been as unmasked as a man in a suit. I mean, that... Why hasn't someone done this before? Exactly. Like, if I if someone said, Pete, you've got three years to come up with a robot, I'd be like, I'll do it in a month. No, I'll tell you what you do. I know exactly that egg box. Two years, 11 months, and three weeks, you do absolutely nothing. <laughs> someone would remind you, or you'd get a reminder on your phone yeah. with a message that didn't make any sense... Then yeah. about a, a, a day before, you'd remember, and you'd end up wearing a cardboard suit. Not even that. I'd just buy some spray paint. Yeah. Silver spray paint. Hello. Poison yourself. <laughs> I look, the idea of this of this robot that I think was um, unveiled at a sort of a tra- some sort of trade fair. Well, I don't, not more than that. I think it was like an actual robot sort of uh, convention. Expo. Yeah. yeah okay. So look at all these robots. <laughs> but I like the... I wish I was there for when it was unveiled, yeah. and the man who was playing the robot in the suit... Was asked a question. Yeah. Because what? How would you? How would you approach that? Well, uh, pretend I'm a robot. Ask me a question. Okay. Um, are you sure this um, person here? Sorry. Are you sure this robot here is actually a robot? Because it looks a bit like a person in a suit. Hello, Mr. Robot. Are you a person? I am an artificial intelligence being. <laughs> and the fact that you saw me in the urinals earlier is me getting rid of oil. <laughs> My joints were too oily. Please do not confuse an oil change <laughs> with your human urination. It was an oil duct. <laughs> I yeah. was expelling yellow oil from my joints. I love the idea that the arrogance of, of, of unveiling it at a robot expo. Yeah, because people will be all fair with robots. Well, exactly. They? Yeah. Apparently, instantly, people in the front row were questioning the Android's <laughs> lack of external sensors <laughs> and why it was making moves so uh, quickly. Uh, and making so many unnecessary movements. Because mm. that's obviously what a robot's not going to do, is it? Yeah, a robot's yeah. not going to look at its watch in the middle of like a dance move. A piezo, is it a piezo mortar? I forget what the mortars they use, the little ones to make them move. They, they, yeah, there's no need for it to wobble around or, I don't know. I mean, to be honest, if I was a robot, I would be retreating fairly quickly so people couldn't look at me. Apparently the company insisted that they had not <laughs> try and pass off the robot as real, despite it being described as such on television. <laughs> <laughs> well, we didn't say it was a robot, all oh, right? Oh, I love it. I like I like it if um, when it, when forced for comment, the CEO of that company just went. In a way, 
we're all robots. Aren't we all robots, really? And that's the statement. That's a brilliant story, that. Um, Another thing I wanted to ask you about, another area of the world that you're particularly, well, not particularly interested in, but an area of the world you are interested in. I inhabit. China. Right. Have you seen the social point system? Uh, Yes, I have. What you like. So if you're um, naughty, if you have traffic violations, if you speak out, it's like you that Bryce Dallas, um, Bryce Dallas Howard episode of Black Mirror. Oh, is she in Bra- I've, no, I've not seen... Oh, God, that is Bryce Dallas Howard. Holy shit. Yeah. Oh, she was you, good what, in that, wasn't she? You thought it was a robot? It was just Bryce, <laughs> it was just Bryce Dallas Howard. I've, been, I've interviewed her. She was really nice. And uh, I've just realised that was her. So for those listening who haven't seen this, in China, there's apparently uh, a, a, a state-sponsored points system has been rolled out where each citizen in the project starts out on a thousand points mm. and if they are caught doing things wrong like or, an uber rating yeah it, it goes <laughs> down obviously you can put it up and i don't i don't really know what the upshot of it is because in that in that black mirror episode you would suddenly start being excluded from sort of social functions mm. or you would be going to certain shops or bars or restaurants yep. or whatever um i don't know what they're planning to do with it but i i think it's probably a bad idea <laughs> I mean, it's up there with their other um, thing of face recognition, uh, facial recognition uh, in the major cities, where I think at one point somebody very famous got arrested, or certainly um, it was revealed that she'd parked in a incorrect parking bay and she was pilloried online uh, because she'd done it. But what actually would had happened, um, the, the camera scanning technology had scanned the side of a bus. She was part of an advert on the side of the bus. Oh, right. And she was, uh, and she was exposed as so it's uh, not foolproof. crime. Well, no, it's not foolproof. I mean, there's those two um, things that the Chinese are doing, and then there's locking up 800 Muslims. Yeah. I mean, that's very much worse than the, you know, the, the, than the point system, to be honest. There's, there are problems across the board, though. I mean, you can't, yes. you can't just say, oh, they're doing worse things, so this idea is no longer worthy of concern. No. But I would definitely say locking up 800,000 Muslims as being Well, you just, more said, problematic. You just said 800, now Did it's 800,000. I meant in my head 800,000. Wow. That Every is a one lot. person counts as 1,000. Yeah, it's a lot. And it doesn't seem to be a massive problem for people. Well, I, I, it's interesting the psyche of that, isn't it? Because we mm. do in the West massively undervalue um, the idea of tragedy, of death, of, of horrible things mm. if it's not happening to fellow Westerners. Yeah. I wonder why why that is. Because um, we don't identify with them as much, maybe. Human nature, isn't yeah. it, really, I guess. Because you identify with people who are similar to you. Yeah, more. massively. Yeah. Like, yeah. we sort of look at, like, terrorist atrocities in... The difference between, like, a terrorist atrocity in, I don't know, Istanbul compared to... Was it Frankfurt, the one a couple of days ago? Yes. It's kind of like... We all do it. We all sort of go, oh, Turkey seems like a lot further away. And it is, kind of. But you just sort of think, that's not affecting me quite so much. Yeah. But people at a Christmas market... That kind of is, because that's the sort of thing I would do. It's more relatable. Mm. More relatable. There we go. It's very sad. Um, anyway, on that on that terrible note, anything else you want to bring to the table, Pete, that you've been doing? Um, I've mainly been recording podcasts. <laughs> every sort of three or four records you say this. Yeah, I know, I have. What are you so, doing for Christmas? Uh, editing podcasts. No, um, <laughs> I'm going up north. Uh, my niece is going to be down. I'm going to try and win her affections with... Uh, she really likes balls and cards. So I'm going to get a lot of balls of card, balls and cards. But do some magic tricks. <laughs> yes, definitely. Yeah, yeah. No, she's uh, she's, she's little, twenty-one, though, isn't she? She's a little, she's a little sweetie, uh, and I want to curry her favour because last time I met her, she was uh, screaming every time I spoke. Not a not an effect. That happens to everyone. Happens <laughs> to me every time I realise I've got to do a show Surprise with you. People can actually listen to this podcast when they stop screaming. Indeed. All right. Well, listen. Why don't we have a little break? A little breaksicle. Mm. And afterwards, we will get stuck into some emails because we've got quite a few to get through, Pete. Uh, and I can't wait to get started. Mm. 
One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, Relax and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hey, y'all, it's Farmer Mima, and today... I'm going to show you what I've been doing to take care of the pantry moth situation. Found a moth in my sock drawer. Oh, yeah? This week. Tell me more. Don't start on them. Have you not had enough of my suits? Little pricks. I've never once seen a moth in my house. Let me rephrase that. I've seen plenty of moths in my house, but mm. I've never seen a moth in like the wardrobe or anything. Tiny little, tiny little moths. Because I always thought, like, moth, we talk about moths on this podcast quite a lot, but I always <laughs> thought that moths were like big, the big moths. But they they don't seem to be the most problematic ones. It's the little clothes moths that are little bastards. Oh right, so they're really small ones, are they? Yeah, little tiny um, gold gold ones. Right, and they leave a little like most uh, moths. They leave that dusty mark. What about this, Peter? I am going to jump straight into an email which is not about moths. Oh, but it is from listener Ash, who um, says, uh, "Afternoon, chaps. Your teeth talk in an episode a short while ago mm. reminded me of my own particular dance with the dentistry devil that I thought you might like." <laughs> I could have only been nine or ten, but still old enough to know better, of course. And during a visit to my grandparents' place up north, my brother and I were playing in a park, which was a short walk down an alley at the back of a house and over a railway bridge. Being fairly hyperactive children, we've been told to go and have a play in the park during a stereotypical northern deluge to give the adults some peace and quiet. And we picked up the glistening new half-pipe as the best place for a run around. As you might expect, after a short while, I tried to run up the side of the half-pipe, slipped on the steel and smashed my face in. Oh. A little dazed, I stood up, cut my hands in my mouth to assess the damage, and was startled to see that my hands were rapidly filling with blood. Oh. My immediate instinct was to catch as much of the blood as I could. Um, I'm not sure why. Please tell me you drank it. Could they put it back <laughs> in me? Um, which turned out to be a great move, as a few moments later, I managed to catch one and a half of my two front teeth. Oh. Admittedly, this is all pretty grim, but the good bit is actually my brother's reaction to the unfolding drama. Startled by all the blood, he quickly ran back to the house to proclaim that I'd had a fall. 
I love that. Had a fall. Had a fall. So you say about, about an old person. An old person, yeah. Um, and there's loads of bloods and they had better come quickly. Um, they asked why he didn't br- bring me back in with him, only for him to calmly reply, it's okay, I've left him in the park with a man in an anorak. <laughs> As a little bit of context, it was only a few weeks after the awful <laughs> sewing abductions and the murders had hit the news, so it's fair to say that my parents weren't at all reassured by my brother's words. Mm. More than a little alarm, they came running over the bridge to find lots of blood, but no child. <laughs> You're Imagine that. Me. Oh no. All's well that ends well though, and some local lads having a kick about noticed my parents' heightening dismay and asked, Are you looking for the lad? Lucky Pete took him over the infirmary. His name was Lucky Pete. The man in the anorak was indeed Lucky Pete, the owner of the local fish and chip shop, who from that day always gives me a free portion of chips and asks about my teeth during every subsequent visit. Oh. They're just fine, thanks, Lucky Pete. Just fine. That's Ash. That is a lovely story. Mm. Um could have gone both ways, that look, couldn't it? Ashley's a little PS in there. He says, potential listener feature suggesting names for each of your autobiographies. Mm. My efforts are Pete Donaldson, The Goodness Me Chronicles, and Luke Moore, <laughs> Rodden to the Core, in honour of your fine work on the Ramble. You need to listen to the Football Ramble to understand that. Mm. Uh, he said he'd love to hear other listener suggestions. If you want to suggest names for our potential autobiography, please do. If you found a child bleeding in the forest. <laughs> but it didn't make a sound. What would you do? Yeah. What would you do? Would you find the parents first or would you take them straight to the infirmary? What era, what era do you reckon that, that story is? What era? Oh, I don't know. Uh, when was the Somme? Um, oh, of course it's dated. Yeah. The, re- the reason I say that, not, nothing to do with that, years. it's purely because back in my day, when mm. I was a lad, when I was a lad, um, there were no half pipes in playgrounds. Good point. Yeah, that's a very late, that's a that's Tony Hawk inspired thing. That's OPM's fault. Yeah, they only started coming out, they only started coming into parks when OPM Heaven was a half pipe, Heaven was a half pipe <laughs> came out. <laughs> And when Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2 w- mm. went massive, right? Mm. Did you remember a half pipe in your school playground? No, I remember there was one in the nightclub that I used to frequent when I was in Leicester. Hang on. Whoa. A half pipe in a nightclub? Perilous, I know. Um, well, sk- the- skaters on it. And skaters on it, yeah, yeah. Because it was like a skate club and they played like... Um... Well, it was open late. It was up until four o'clock in the morning. Did they sell alcoholic beverages? They did. People were just, you know, getting pissed. What a combination! And drunk people would have a go. You know, when you're drunk, you go. That yeah, looks easy. I'll do that. Yeah, I'll do that. Um, the amount of uh, I actually skate better when I'm drunk. Older- <laughs> <laughs> the amount of older men. Now, I never did it myself, surprisingly. But the, but the thing is that I remember when they said it had been installed, and it was like a year before I joined university. It was still there two years after I left university. Uh, and it What's fallen, that, 2004, something like that? Yeah, so it had been there for about six years and it had never been repaired. Right. Um, so when the uh, the trucks had hit the side of the, it was a quarter pipe, hit the side of the quarter pipe, um, uh, over the years it would just break. Red Bull installed it back in the day because yeah. it is extreme. Yeah. Um, and uh, it, people would just catch, so people would sort of put their trucks down and obviously it would just catch because it was just a big hole in the bloody quarter pipe and they would stack it every single time. It was, more, a, it was a useless piece of shit by the end of it. A more innocent time, though. A more innocent time. When Edgelord meant something completely different. <laughs> I wonder what Edgelord would have meant back then. Um, have you got an email, Peter? Uh, you... Yes, I have got an email. I want to talk about Tencent Beer Night. Is that all right? Go, mate, by all means. It's a Carnivore Carter, but we're putting it in there anyway. Matt Viney. Yo, Vinester, what's going on? Oh, is Matt Viney the guy who's, Asshole. Um, whose wife is friends with my sister? Yes. Yeah. Okay, well, right. I, well I'll, I'll end with that. I'll start with that quarter. Um, also, apparently, uh, when my wife lived in Poole when she was younger, she used to be very close friends with Luke's sister. I asked if there were any funny stories about Luke, and she simply replied, not really, he was pretty boring. Nice to see I made an impression. Is your sister older or younger than you? Younger. Ah. Five years, five and a bit years Because I always remember my mate's sister's best friend once told a bouncer 
when we were like 16 and we were trying to get into the Wesley Nightclub, told the bouncer that we weren't old enough. That's annoying. Never, never forgiven her. What a, what Still a snitch. Annoyed. Still annoyed. Absolute snitch. What a monster. Um, the, the, yeah, so because I'm quite a bit older, mm. I imagine, I think this girl in question is friends with my sister from school. Right. And so... How much older are you? Five and a half years almost. Jeez, so your mum and dad were like, we're not doing that again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah basically, not yeah. fucking doing that yeah. again. Uh, and so when they were hanging out, maybe they're 12, 13, I was mm. already doing my thing. I was probably at uni, but... I was already doing my thing. I was already doing, I was already doing my thing. I was on a new thing by then. <laughs> uh, well, uh, Matt's uh, enjoying But it doesn't mean he can't email, by the way. No. He's perfectly capable of emailing, and I'm very welcome to do if so. If you know me, if I've slighted you in any way... Um, anything that's not actionable by any law court in the land, um, I'm willing to be um, slagged off. Yeah. Wanker. <sighs> Matt Viney. Uh, l- l- enjoying the show and have been catching up on back episodes uh, while spending an early winter working in the North Sea. Well, okay. It's just gone from, <laughs> gone, from, <laughs> gone from knowing a person who knows Luke Moore's sister to working in the North Sea. It's hard to know. Which one's better there? It's, it's, uh, it's plateaued there. Yeah. Um, and recently discovered the magic of 10 cent beer night. The Cleveland Indians in 1974 attempted to bring in a big crowd with 10 cent beers. <laughs> imagine doing that in England. Imagine. Just be, imagine. There will be deaths, like just literal deaths. <laughs> uh, 10 cent beer nights was a promotion held by the Major League Baseball uh, team, Cleveland Indians, during a game against the Texas Rangers at Cleveland Stadium, Tuesday, June 4th, 1974. So nice and warm. Oh, imagine People many, are getting hot imagine how many, and angry. How, Pete, just have a little guess. How many brewskis were pounded that afternoon? <laughs> How much froth was blown off a few frosty ones then? <laughs> um, the idea behind the promotion was to attract more fans to the game, offering 12 fluid ounces, uh, three, only 3.2% beer as well, not strong beer. Uh, 10 cents each, though, substantial discount on the regular price of 65 cents, uh, with a limit of six beers per purchase. So, like in London, beers, they're six quid. Minimum yeah. nowadays. So it's 12 fluid so ounces is just quid. over half a pint, I think. Yeah, so, like, so say it was like a quid for what you'd normally pay for a beer. Um, no limit on the number of purchases made during the game. Love that. During the game. No limit. I know. During the game, fans became heavily intoxicated because, you know, baseball is, goes on for fucking hours and it's boring and all you can do is drink. In my case, the last baseball uh, match I went to see, I just constantly consumed dipping dots, which is my favourite um, cold candy. Are you, um, are you banned? No, I'm not bad. I just get it. Was it was one of those matches that was like zero 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 one, right? Then one at the very end. And you are someone who, within these circles at least, um, famously eats candy and chocolate like it's food. Yeah, 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 like it's sustenance. So you must have got through some of it yesterday because work. Everyone just gets sent loads of cat, and I just piled through just loads and loads of Cadbury's roses. I mean, you probably shouldn't say cat. What do you mean? I mean, that's short for ketamine. No, it's not. In the northeast, cat is sweets, candy, okay. candy. All right, okay. And ketamine. I didn't know. That. <laughs> I mean, I was on cat. <laughs> Just take that as a baseline. Okay, I'm right. microdosing cat. I mean, I was awake, um, wasn't I? Yeah, so I was on cat. <laughs> During the game, uh, Faz became in 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 heavily intoxicated, uh, culminating in a riot in the ninth inning, which caused the game to be forfeited uh, due to the crowd's uncontrollable rowdiness because the game could not be resumed in a timely manner. And it kind of like was caused by the fact that everybody hated each other. Fan animosity from a previous game combined with low point beer um, being sold cheaply and liberally. Uh, and just people just went absolutely well, There's a massive riot, was there? There's a massive, massive riot. Uh, in Texas, the uh, trouble had started in the bottom of the fourth inning with a walk to the Rangers, Tom Grief, followed by a Lenny Randall single. The next bat, I'm just talking nonsense here. I have no idea what, what's going on here. But either way, it just got very, very angry. People um, started brawling. 
Both benches emptied for a brawl. Uh, the coaches returned to the dugout and were struck by food and beer hurled by the Rangers fans. Catcher Dave Duncan had to be restrained from going into the stands to brawl with the fans. Wow. The game was not suspended or forfeited. Or forfeited. Um, no players from either team were ejected and the Rangers won 3-0. After the game, uh, <laughs> a Cleveland reporter asked Rangers manager, uh, Billy Martin, are you going to take your uh, armour to Cleveland? I mean, so this was the previous match before it even got, got, got uh, kicked off. So there we go. Um, I, I like that um, NBC newscaster Tim Russett, who was then a student, attended the game and later said, I went with $2 in my pocket. You do the maths. <laughs> Love that. Fantastic. Excellent stuff. Yeah. Hargrove, uh, after subduing one rioter in a fist fight, had to fight another on his way back to the Texas dugout. Do you remember... Um, thanks for that, Matt. Do you remember... Um, batteries and radios were thrown. What batteries, though? What brand? Yeah, come on, guys. We need to know the details. Get it there. together. Yeah. N.M.Wikipedia.org. You're not just going to throw away a, um, a good quality <laughs> full charge Duracell, are you? Um, <laughs> I, I remember um, back in the day when I still lived at home, there was those £10 on the door or £20 on the door or you can mm. drink nights. Did you get involved in that in the Heart of the Pools? Uh, there was no all you can drink. That, that happens in like kind of party cities, doesn't it? That happens in like Tormelinos. No, there wasn't Gosport. What you just drink? You just drink all you want. You'd pay twenty pounds to get in or whatever it would be. Actually, I think what? one of the places in Gosport was ten pounds. Decent to get in, and I think the only sort of the only sort of protocol involved was mm. that you had to take your previous receptacle back to get oh, another right. one. Yeah, so you yeah, could yeah, buy, yeah. you could go. Oh, I'm having eight of them at once, mm. but they would they would do that do it that way. And so, um, oh, it was, it was big cues, really, big cues. Uh, to be honest, I remember having a pretty good but drunken time. But looking yeah. back on it, it's quite depressing. It's quite bleak. I just uh, sort of think that um, like 70, because people are sort of pre-game now, aren't they? But I remember 70s nights, you would always like, get a pint for 70p. Yeah. And that was always kind of quite boozy. That's at uni though, right? That kind of stuff. Yeah, I was in Hartlepool. <laughs> That's just at baseball games in Hartlepool, right? <laughs> well, people had bats. The, Hart, the, Hart, the Hartlepool monkey hangers. <laughs> um, what about this from Steve in Derbyshire? This mm. is quite controversial, this one, Pete, and I'm okay. very interested in your thoughts. Um, yeah. Luke and Pete, um, the Luke and the Pete, my girlfriend and I found a wallet containing... 350 euros Whoa. wedged behind a fold-up seat on an early morning train into Amsterdam. Said wallet contained only the crisp notes and a single ID card issued by a local casino. Mm. It appeared to belong to a gentleman in his late 20s. Now, check this out. This is where it gets controversial. Mm. On the basis that someone who could ill afford to lose such a significant amount would be more careful, we pocketed the euros and then took the wallet to a local police station, mm. which I admit is a decidedly half-assed approach to civic responsibility, but I've not regretted it nor felt a shred of guilt since. Best regards, Steve Derbyshire. I think that is quite poor. What do you mean? Taking the 350 euros, but giving the wallet back. So he's handed the wallet in, but he's taking the money. How old is he? Doesn't say. If he's under 25, I think it's allowed. Why? Because be... you don't have any don't money say when that you're that rich. The... They don't say that in the law. Young. I don't say that in the law. Under lore. 25, you should be able to keep it. I would have appreciated that kind of scratch. Would you have done that? that? No, I wouldn't. I would have given it back. I probably would have put more money in. <laughs> you would anything. have. You would have. I'll tell you what, someone who lost their wallet when you were on the prowl, it'd be their lucky day. Prowl. They didn't have any more money than they started with. I worry about, um, I've told you, I, I was in... Uh, Steve, I, was... I think that's poor, but I'll put it out to the listenership. Hello at lukeandpeacher.com if you've got an opinion on that. Personally, it's not something I would have done. I was at uh, the Absolute Radio Christmas party. Um, yes, no, day before yesterday, probably why my voice is ruined. Um, but I feel really bad for the people who um, work the toilets to sell the lollipops, um, do the spray. They the, still the, have the, those in London. I've yeah, not seen one of those guys for ages. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you wouldn't think you'd have them in a in a night in a um, 
at a Christmas party, but no we're Armani, in a, we're in a club. No Armani, no Punani, those guys. Yeah, if you want to get some, I'm going to say it, pussy freshen up. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I don't get any either. Way. Um, <laughs> but um, but <laughs> that was base. Apologies. Um, and he, yeah, nobody has any cash anymore. Nobody oh, has any Oh, it's true. Cash. Yeah. Like, the uh, same with homeless people, same with this, same, same with buskers. No one carries cash anymore, and I just feel dreadful all the time. There'll be someone out there, some smart Elon Musk startup kind mm. of guy, um, calling a otherwise um, respectable diver a paedophile. No, um, there will be someone <laughs> out there like Elon Musk who will be developing some sort of card contact contactless no cash system yep. that homeless people can carry, yeah. that manual laborers workers can sign up to. Well, to me get and Lord Rumble talk spoke about this um, about four years ago. I remember um, it. That we yeah. should do this, but. Um, the problem being is knowing people like my, I'm going to use my mum and dad as a good example. Um, they're not a good example of many things, but a good example of this. They are constantly scared that people are going to try and steal their money all the time. Yeah. All the time. They constantly worry that there are viruses on the machine. My dad runs by daily virus scans. Uh, Which in themselves are people, arguably viruses. Well, <laughs> no, but and antivirus is like a fucking virus well all it does is yap doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. Have you done your fucking scan? Have you yeah. updated your fucking virus yeah. definitions? Yeah, fuck off. Yeah. Um, but the thing is, the thing that ca- actually catches people out are people just clicking stuff on emails and just being silly. Yeah. Um, that's how people get caught out. But I just don't think people are going to use those because they don't trust people not to take, you know, the, the, the buzzy thing might say, I've only taken a couple of quid. The buzzy thing might take more than that because people might think like, they, they can hack into them and stuff like that. What's a buzzy thing? Like a, like a contactless card machine sort of thing. Because I've seen yeah. buskers have those. I've seen like a, um, I can't remember what they're called, but like the buzzy buzz buzz. Um, and I've seen buskers use those, but I, I, I don't think the vast proportion of people would trust people who they don't know. So what's the solution then, Pete? Don't give me problems. Give me solutions. Um, um, the Tories not closing all the fucking hostels. Um, maybe having a uh, minimum wage that people can actually fucking live on. Uh, what else is there? What is Sam doing out there? Is he playing no, he's, with... He's changing he's the water changing machine. changing the water machine. In the middle of a record. He's in an idiot. In the middle of a record. He's an idiot. Who does he think he is? Cameraman Sam thinks car- he runs this place. He's carrying it like Hercules. Like he's yeah. got the weight, like Atlas, the Atlas stone. Who put the gladding gladiator Hercules? Oh, what's that? Disney, song? isn't it? That's nice. Disney's Hercules, that. That's a lit video to be, for you to be watching. Uh, Mimi loves them. I hate to she get loves, a bit Elon Musk Disney. on you, but... She loves it, Disney. Oh, yeah, so I'll right. get involved. Get involved. Um, before we go... <laughs> what an unlovable cartoon. I've, I've helped you out of a jam there because <laughs> you've not solved the homeless problem like I asked you to. Okay. Uh, before, before we go... Um, <laughs> What about, what about this from... Um, oh, he's not left his name. Right. Pete mentioned that Iron Brew bars had little bits in them. I don't think they did. No, you did. Oh, did I? You did, and I was like... I went along with it, but then I later thought, no, nah, it's a wan bar. I mate. think I said that wan bars did. You're conflating. Anyway, this email says, maybe are you thinking of desperate Dan bars? Oh, yeah. Orange colour and flavour, but full of black sugar crystals. They were brilliant. Discontinued over they health were... foods. <laughs> um, <laughs> black sugar you must love a desperate Dan bar, didn't you? Dundee has a, has a lot to answer for, do not they? Yeah. And, DC Thompson um, and Core. This is from Jay. Hey, I can send you down some Iron Brew bars if you give me the address. All right. What's our address? I'll email you back, Jay. Well, let's just sit here and then it'll be It's fine. the best perk of the job Pete's ever had, that. Yeah, it's... Uh, what do we send it to? Where do we live? Screenworks. Yeah, don't say it on the radio, you idiot. All right. Well, just, I'll email him back. All right. Last time we did that, we got two massive boxes of noodles that no one wants. I've been pying through them. Have you? Well, take him home with you then. All right, well... They've been in the, they've been hanging I'll around. Do, I'll pick up the box while you're fucking recording something. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's the dumb thing around here. 
<laughs> Unbelievable. So they probably set the fire alarm off in a minute. Uh, right, that's all we've got time for for episode 125 of the Luke and Pete Show. If you want to get in touch and suggest something for us to talk about or just get something off your chest. Get it off your chest. It's hello at LukeandPeteShow.com. Yeah, leave bloody a mark. Love to hear from you. Uh, say goodbye, Mr. Peter Donaldson, a.k.a. Bye. The Pete. Bye-bye. And it's goodbye from me as well. We'll see you next time around. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Life's better with American Family Insurance because our home policies help protect your dreams and come with peace of mind. Save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote, find an agent at amfam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit Amfem.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.